back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, we are going to be talking later in the show. We are we we now have an official fact checker Thank for goodness. the show in the third segment. Uh, also, uh, we are going to be talking about sky penis. <laughs> it's a band. A it's a band. Yeah. It does. It's uh, they're they are they are playing at Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually actually no. It would be if it was a band. It would be Sky the Penis. Sky the Penis. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Sky the Penis. Uh, that's uh, that other voice. I'm Tim Slegel. That's Ben Washburn on the other side. Hello. Uh, and uh, in this segment, um, we 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 uh, uh, have have some sad news. Is that uh, uh, a favorite? I think of uh, many Americans. Uh, Mr. Tim Conway has uh, has passed on until uh, to the to the, the that uh, that cl- that club in the side that Holiday Inn Lounge in the sky, yep. where uh, with the incredible comic lineup and uh, Tim Conway, no longer with us. Yeah. You were, you were a big fan, Ben. I was a huge fan. Yeah, he died at eighty five. He was fantastic. I loved uh, the Carol Burnett show. Uh, he, uh, Carol Burnett, and Tim Conway in the uh, Miss Wiggins and Mr. Tudbull. Some of my favorite <laughs> comedy sketches of all time. Just amazing. Just up with uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy. I mean, as far as that amazing, the characters and the timing and. Well, yeah, I, w- I was thinking about that when we started uh, in, in the pre-show. We were talking about Harvey Corman. Is that yeah. is that probably for for our generation? Is that Martin Lewis, Abbott and Costello, Laurel and Hardy? Those were all those were all you know kind of before our time that we saw them retro. Is that is that Corman and Conway was was there? I mean, it was it was our it was, that that was the team of 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 our generation. Yeah. I, I, I would say. I think on TV for sure. I don't know how many movies they did. I don't. Did they well, do any? Well, no, but, but, you, know but you, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, I do. What, yeah. What comedy team was there in the movies in yeah. that era? There, 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 no. Really wasn't. there was no. There was no comedy team, and it, and it's of course you know what everyone says is that their the, the, their chemistry between those two comics was just amazing. It, it just, was. It, it, yep. They they always looked like they were having fun together. Yeah. It, uh, because they were the the dental the dental appointment between Conway. Do you, do you know the scene where Conway's yeah, the dentist? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. right away when I started talking about them as a team. I, I pictured Harvey Corman in the in the it's dental in the dentist garb. Chair. So funny, just great, great. And that's who we watch. We always watch that as a kid uh, in Utah. Uh, not a lot of options uh, for right. for for comedy. Period. We never got any of the comedy albums. Uh, we got some Steve Martin albums because my dad assumed he was a clean comedian in the 70s. He had seen Steve uh, Martin on, on TV the, on the, uh-huh. and thought, oh, he's clean. So for Christmas, we got both the Steve Martin albums, and then we kept them for a few days until my dad heard them. And <laughs> and I told my dad to come and listen. All my brothers loved it. They just no 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 don't don't. And but I was listening by myself in the living room. Dad, you got to hear this. And I drug him in, and he came in, and and then uh, Steve Martin launched into one of his bits, one of his famous oh, dirty man. bits. Oh man! And then your brothers come home, and where's the Steve Martin albums? They are gone. Yeah. 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 How did how did Dad find out? Well, I told him. So I kept. He was listening with me. 
Well, ben, <laughs> I didn't know any of these things were dirty. I didn't know what any of the references were. I just thought they, I had no idea. You thought it was just being absurd? Yeah. You, you didn't read it. And uh, so, so what, you wanted your dad to explain it? Or is that just the excuse you told your brothers? Because you you ruined their <laughs> you ruined their little secret. <laughs> now I I didn't mean to. I really I had no idea. I was just acting oh. like I knew this stuff. So anyway, Carol Burnett and Tim Conway. That then the Carol Burnett show. Uh, that sketch I think it is my favorite all time like TV comedy sketch comedy would be that mm-hmm. well, particular oh, yeah. sketch. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, the, the the Carol Burnett show was an end of an era. No, yeah. nobody does those shows. I mean, that was probably the last show of its of that format. You know, it was a format that was quite big um, yeah. in its day, and nobody nobody does that anymore. And, they uh, don't. They do. You know, like now Saturday Live Saturday Night Live does sketch comedy, but they sure do skew it to a younger demographic. Uh, oh, I yeah. think Carol Burnett and that show was still aimed at adults, and it was before we gave teenagers. I don't know where along that. I think I've I've heard different ideas about it, but there was a point in American history where suddenly teenagers were giving given more credit than they should be given, basically, huh. and they they started to get discretionary income, which matches up with their lack of discretion. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> right, they right. become meaning, meaning they advertiser gold. Yeah, and then the pop culture starts to follow that money. And at that age, teenagers, of course, are very much alike. They haven't fractured and come apart yet uh, as a group. So if you can right. capture that market as an entertainer, you're the money. And huh. everybody chased that. But at the time of the Carol Burnett show, they were still going for the spending comedy. decisions were still made were still made by adults for adults. And kids too. It was like they wanted as many people as they could get. They didn't just write off in front of the in front. Of, well, yeah, there, there was one TV. That was that was the thing yeah, too. It was yeah. truly broadcasting. It was it was oh, it yeah, was casting yeah. over a wide segment. So they wanted everybody gathered yeah. together in front of the TV. They didn't want, and that's yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. Starting uh, you know probably starting in the the late seventies, early eighties, people started getting the TV started getting cheap enough that there could be one in every room. Yeah. Yeah, and there became more and more programs, and uh, so I can't remember. I read some essay, and I can't remember the essay, but it, it made a, I thought a very good point about how uh, there was a shift in culture where suddenly teenagers could band together and have this kind of. I think we give them too much credit. I, I sure. re- that there's just people who oh we've got to respect them. No, no, you don't respect people who say stupid things. You do not. Right. Absolutely. You wait until they they stop saying stupid things, and then you say, "There you go." And uh, we have (laughs) like uh, that literally happened with with my oldest daughter, who's not a teenager anymore. She's, but I remember saying, "You never listen to me. You don't respect me." I said, "No, no, no, no. I listen to you. That's why I don't respect you. If you stopped (laughs) saying this stupid stuff." So for me. The Carol Burnett show, what I, what I loved about that show and Tim Conway and that whole era was that there was still, uh, the grown-ups were kind of still in charge. They were still the gate masters of, of some of the culture. Now, here, here's, here's, the, here's the big question. Did you follow Tim Conway through the rest of his career? I did to a point. Now, I was never a big fan of the Apple Dumpling Gang movies. To me, they, uh-huh. were, they, were, they were more geared towards kids. 
Yeah. And less towards adults. So they were part of that poisoned well. Well, I'm, I was actually I was actually going to go a little bit further into the uh, Dorf. Oh yeah, the Gulf. Se- <laughs> the video, the Dorf video series. I was, I was wondering if you actually were one of the people who subscribed to that. I did not. I remember seeing them, uh-huh. and they were funny for a few minutes. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could not. No. I was curious. I was always curious how how you know one of those could be stretched into a half hour comedy. It can't it, actually. It, 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 and that wasn't. <laughs> I think Tim Conway, his genius wasn't at at producing large content. It was someone else who produced. I think the skeleton and the structure of the skit. His genius was playing inside of it. Was just amazing. And, uh, I suspect what, Carol Burnett. What, what it reminded me of, and I can't, I can't remember who who wrote this or where I read it, but it was when Lucille Ball died, mm-hmm. and uh, and, and it, it was a pretty critical critical commentary. It said, uh, "Everyone's saying I love Lucy," and said, "Did we really? No, mm-hmm. no, we loved we loved the black and white redhead, you know, the ditzy mm-hmm. black and white redhead from the reruns. That's what we loved." It's it's progressively as as Lucille Ball did series after series following that, people mm. became less and less interested to the to the fact where the her last series and and at the time of her death was you know was saying it was only five years ago, uh, only lasted one episode because people were and it was just trashed by the critics. It was not it's good. A, Interesting. Yeah, certain certainly yeah certainly if we truly mm. loved loved Lucille Ball we would have. We would have stuck with her and and aged with her and not forced her into that 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 thing that she had grown out of you know a half a century ago, and uh, I kind of feel that way about you and Tim Conway. <laughs> <laughs> that he wasn't. Oh, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah, age him, well. Loved him. Loved him. He was awesome. What a shame he's gone. Yeah, but did you buy his dwarf VHS? I did not buy it. I did. I did watch for about three four minutes and laughed. And then I said, okay, this is done. There's not, that's not. <laughs> but the Carol Burnett, I do. I think she has great staying power. She, sure. she was genius. Sure. And uh, this episode, is, uh, this segment is also done. Oh, Carol Burnett's not done, though. But she's a wrap. segment are we, we are going to be introducing the official rule of three fact checker to the program much needed and, uh, yeah oh yeah he's going to clear up some stuff that we uh that we did not get right in previous shows so uh, yeah. uh that that should be interesting uh in this segment uh it's uh it's a news story that uh, that i guess uh, uh uh it's an older news story i i think a lot of us remembered it uh, uh, the, the headline, uh, you can't uh, not enjoy the headline. <laughs> it's from the Navy Times. Is this the Navy Times I'm reading this from? Uh, yep. The Navy's probe into sky penis. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. The headline uh, alone, boy. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you remember, 
Uh, uh, this happened a few years ago, a couple of years ago, 2017 in Washington uh, State. Uh, an EA-18G growler jet drew a <laughs> penis across the clear blue skies of Washington State. Uh, growler. Uh, I like uh, that. That's a, a, a large container of beer. Beer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the growler jet. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> but, uh, which, yeah, it just it, 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 it certainly seems appropriate. And... and you know, what it, what it proves to me is that no matter how a hard boot camp was at, and how <laughs> uh, successful of turning young men, boys into men, fighting men, uh, the, the, there still seems to be a little young boy there. It's, well, it's pilots. They're pilots. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? They're maverick. But... They're goose. <laughs> so they, they, he, he, they, they drew it with the... the the, uh, well, it was the work. It, what do you call it, it? It was the work of two junior officers with the Zappers of Electronic Air Squadron 130, who had sky time to kill and noticed that the white contrails that their jet produced were particularly robust that evening. <laughs> Ideal <laughs> for drawing genitalia. Uh huh. Uh, but uh, uh, they thought it would just uh, dissipate. But a mother who lives in Okanagan. Okanagan took pictures of the drawing <laughs> and, and complained about the images, uh, uh, saying she was upset she might have to explain to her young children what the drawings were. Well, well, yeah, that, that is a mother. That is a mother with no imagination. And that's a I mother mean, with warped kids. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weird secrets are you keeping from your kid? Uh, Mom, what's the, what are they drawing in the sky? Well, it looks like your Uncle Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, no, no, no. Nuts. All you have to say is, uh, oh, it's a, it's a, they, they drew a rocket. See the two engines on the side of the rocket? So many ways. <laughs> so many things. When you look at the actual, there's so many things it could be. Other to, that you could tell than right. and, and, and how many people have sat on a hill looking up at the clouds, uh, looking you know, looking for for geese and lions uh, and genitalia it, it, everywhere. If you're so inclined to see that, <laughs> it's an entire vision filled full of genitalia. If that's where your mind goes, true. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, in in uh, in this article, which we we should probably we should probably oh, you got to post it. Yeah, you, you got to post, post this. It. They have. Uh, oh. Uh, we can't read the entire dialogue here go uh, for the constraints of time um but uh, <laughs> they, they, they they have the cockpit they have the cockpit video <laughs> the cockpit and, uh, video <laughs> and, and audio they have the transcript it's great yeah, is uh the, uh, uh, the EWO broached it first, according to investigation. My initial reaction was no, bad, the pilot wrote in a statement after the incident. For some reason, still unknown to me, <laughs> I eventually decided to do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, that, 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 that. That reason is not unknown. I think I to think anybody. Every, I think I we think all every, know. I think every American male that pretends he's no longer uh, eighth grade boy boy yeah. um, has never <laughs> has never peed alone in the snow and drawn that same drawing 
And then you're in the sky and you have contrails from a jet? Of course you're going to draw something like this. <laughs> draw a giant penis, the EWO said. That would be awesome. What did you do on your flight? The no. pilot joked. Oh, we turned dinosaurs into sky penises. <laughs> you should totally draw a penis, the EWO advised. I could definitely draw one. That would be easy, the pilot boasted. I could basically draw a figure eight, then turn around and come back. If I'm going to go down, grab some speed, and hopefully get out of the contrail layer so we're not connected to each other. <laughs> you don't want to cross the shaft. Dude, the sky that would penis. be so funny, the pilot said. Airliners oh. coming back on their way into Seattle, just this big, uh, expletive, giant penis. We could draw a vein in the middle of it, too. Uh, oh, gee. Yeah. I think that's where they got overconfident. Typical pilots. <laughs> Typical pilots. We could draw a vein. No, no, you're not. I don't think you understand how to draw you couldn't do that uh, with a pencil, much less a jet. They, no had found the they had found the sweet attitude, and this Conrail Sky penis was being born in its wake. Balls are going to be a little lopsided, the pilot advised. <laughs> 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 Balls are complete, he reported moments later. I just got to navigate a little bit over here for the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> navigate a little bit over there. How many times have they said that? They're Navy pilots. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 which way is the shaft going the ewo asked the shaft will be going to the left the pilot answered <laughs> it's going to be a wide shaft the ewo noted i don't want to make it just like three balls the pilot said yeah <laughs> actually you do that would have been a better thing if you would have just done that <laughs> uh, some like chinese weather satellite right now that that's like what the the pilot surmised and I'm, I'm sure he didn't do it like that either yeah i'm sure i'm sure that uh, i'm sure he did a little funny uh funny chinese restaurant accent uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. now see now we 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 don't assume that we don't <laughs> We don't I, I, assume. I assume. I assume that racism. There, there's a couple baby guys <laughs> talking about drawing a giant penis in the sky, and they one of them is speculating what a Chinese satellite would say. They're gonna uh, add the yeah, accent. Yeah, I'll guess so. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, gonna they're gonna they're gonna turn the L's into R's and R's into L's. Yeah, I guess you're right. They will. <laughs> I think you're right. Here's what this oh, is. This... Oh, must what's going? You see what's going on there? A premiere? Uh, yes, must be election day in America. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, this reminds me of those uh, ancient drawings that they have on the ground. What are those things called? Those, uh, those graphs, something graphs, you know, that are huge. Oh, the, yeah, the pictographs. Is the that, pictographs is that? Or, or geograph, geopics, geopictographs or something. They're you know, yeah. they're on the land. You have to be up in the air to see them. And right. it's evidence that those civilizations were probably more advanced than us. And here's the evidence. Because none of those are penises. Not one. <laughs> Back before they had jets, they had the good sense. No, we don't do that. We don't <laughs> draw genitalia like that. That's gross. But the, the pilots, we should draw a penis. <laughs> oh man it's funny navy so it's pilots like, too by the way this is the navy yeah sure sure the air force air force would they never would never uh, do that the air force is way above 
<laughs> yeah, you, you know what happened when they when they read this story? Somebody somebody nudged uh, nudged his pilot, <laughs> pilot nudged his pilot and said, "Aren't you glad you didn't do it now?" <laughs> <laughs> no, they did it. They just didn't get caught. I think that's <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They're, theirs did not have the camera operational yeah. when it occurred. I think those Navy pilots maybe are used to doing that out over the ocean where no one sees it. They forgot. Oh, people on land. People. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will post the link for the story on, uh, uh, on our Facebook page. And uh, that's the end of this segment. And that brings us to the final segment of the Rule of Three. Uh, we have, uh, Bent and I have been doing this uh, for a little over a year. And it's been brought to our attention that some of the stuff that we say is not true. Yes, couldn't be. I don't believe it. <laughs> I, if I said it, I mean, why would I say something that's not true? Okay. All right. And we've had, we've had a friend of the show email, who's been emailing us for, for several months. Uh, 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 a man who's been uh, uh, my friend uh, pretty much as long as I've been in comedy, uh, Mr. Jeff Jenna, is uh, is is with us. Tim Bent, how are you? It's great to be on Rule of Three. It's good, good to be here and, and to be wrong. Can't wait to find out <laughs> how wrong I was. It's, uh, <laughs> so so it's, well, yeah, I'll it's, just I'll just jump in. I was I was listening uh, a couple of podcasts ago because I think I'm one behind to the podcast where it was about <clears throat> Woodstock and um, there were there was talk about the meteor movies. Anyway, let's get started with Woodstock. Okay. First of all, I think Tim said, there. when did Porto Potties start? There were no Porto Potties at Woodstock. Apparently, Tim, you've never seen the movie Woodstock <laughs> because there's one... <laughs> There's one scene that I vividly remember where some stoner is coming out of a porto potty and is interviewed by the documentary people. But there were there actually were porto potties at Woodstock, but just not nearly enough porto potties because they hadn't estimated the size of the crowd nearly large enough. Oh wow! So there was a line, like a porta potty line, that was I think outrageous. There was, prob there was probably an overflow. Inside. Yeah, there was. Uh, Oh, I bet there were people soiling themselves in line. Be my guess. I'm sure there were people soiling themselves that didn't realize they were soiling. <laughs> probably soiling other people. Everyone yeah. around them was aware, though, because they were probably naked at the time. Yeah. Right. It was, oh. it was pretty wild. Sounds I actually, that, that's a little side note, not a, not a fact check to your show, but I actually had, still have my tickets to Woodstock. Um, I was going to go with a couple of friends. We were seniors between our junior and senior year in high school then. And uh, I got sick and couldn't go. Oh, you got and, Oh. And I, I was very sick and couldn't go. And I just kind of thought, eh, no big deal. Some music festival. And I'd seen a number. I'd, I'd, I'd already seen Hendrix and I'd seen The Who. And, and that's kind of who I was going to see. So I was like, eh, I seen them already. No big deal. So, <laughs> so you dodged that bullet. 
I, I have a frame. In fact, I, I can send you a picture. I have a frame of my little uh, my tickets to Woodstock with that that uh, are, are about fifty years old now, and uh, they're pretty is, cool. Is, is there is there a value on those unused Woodstock tickets? Uh, it, it's not like crazy value. I've looked them up from time to time on eBay and and on the internet, and you know a whole pack which I have. I have the whole three day pack goes for maybe a thousand bucks. You know, man. That's like that's like four weeks of feature money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. You've forgotten your roots. I, I, I wouldn't know how much I wouldn't know how much feature money is, Ben, but you probably would. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because you were featured in the seventies. I forgot. So uh, fact, check, uh, fact check number one: Yes, there were porta potties at Woodstock. 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 And you were sick. Then, you were sick. I want to know what did you have? What was the illness? I had mono, mononucleosis. Oh, that's, I of guess course, that's a good excuse. High, he was a senior in high school. What else would he have had? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, true. Too old Could for have been chicken gonorrhea, pops, but too you know young I'm... for yeah, gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll believe which you. Which probably would have, which, by the way, gonorrhea probably would have gone unnoticked at Woodstock. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> and it would have spread, probably, at Woodstock. <laughs> I want to fact check your mono and the gonorrhea. I want to fact check that. Well, I, I, yeah, whether you can, if you'd like, sir. Anyway, <laughs> the second thing about the Woodstock segment was that uh, Tim, my, my good friend Tim Schlegel, was throwing a little shade on my buddy Bowser. And Shana Na, wondering <laughs> why they were there. And Tim, you're obviously too young to know at the time. And Bent, I'm not sure how old you were, but Shana Na was an incredibly popular band in the late '60s. And if you go back and watch their videos and their TV appearances, they were kind of an ironic and self-deprecating act. They weren't taking themselves seriously as, oh, we're serious doo-wop singers. Um, so that was irony. They were they were being ironic. Yeah, a lot of it was. I mean, you go back and you watch their their sets and that. They're they're very self-deprecating and ironic, and uh, it, they, they weren't like you know, yeah, like they were trying to be, They weren't trying to be cutting. It wasn't happy days or grease. Is basically no, what you're exactly. saying. It wasn't. It wasn't Ex trying exactly, to find exactly. romance in the culture. No, it was not. It was, and they were actually a very fun band to go see. Huh. Wow. Yeah. That, no, I did not know that. When was Woodstock, by the way? That's how. Sixty-eight. So I was three years old. So I did not go. The sixty-eight. <laughs> so, so the Woodstock fifty should have been last year, then, right? No, no. Sixty. I'm sorry. Sixty-nine is right. Okay. okay. It was summer okay. of sixty-nine. In the summer of sixty-nine, I could. I. I uh, my bad. So. Um, but Woodstock 50 is this year. Yep. Well, it was. Canceled. Right. Canceled. Canceled. No, no. It's, it's still, it's still hey, you, hey, you know, whether or not Sean Anna is thing. ironic or not, it's it still, it, it really still doesn't seem to fit with the other acts. Uh, so, I, But I'm there not... were a lot of, like, diverse acts. Like, Richie Havens was there, who was like a, a you know, a folk singer, you know, and... So it wasn't all like these, you know, superstars of if you go back and actually look at the entire list of who was there, they weren't all like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. So it's a long list, wasn't it? How many bands? Very long list. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next thing was 
all the members of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young are still alive. And I believe when they were at Woodstock, they were only Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Young was added on the second album. Mm. Um, and uh, Crosby uh, is, and Nash are both 77, Stills is 74, and Neil Young is 73. All still with us. Uh, David Crosby still with us due to the miracle of a liver transplant. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that makes and sense. I'll, I'll give you a, a quick little side note, too, on David Crosby. Also was the surrogate father for Melissa Etheridge's child. And now I knew that. Why did I know that? Yeah. Why would uh, I know because that? Because you are, that's one of those little bits of trivia that's stuck in your brain for some reason. <laughs> Maybe because I had a visual. When I heard it, I thought of David Crosby. And I, oh, that's wild. You know, uh, well, I, I probably didn't. It was probably artificial. It's, you know, it, it's none of my. I, I, I'm not. I'm not privy to that kind of insider information. No. <laughs> well, I'd like to fact check that. I want to uh, know see, if it's a David, base. David or... David Crosby turkey baster. David yeah. Crosby turkey yeah. baster. Uh, yeah. give, give me the baster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what and, I'm thinking. And in and and in, in the one segment of the show of of that particular podcast too, you you talked about meteor movies. And uh, it's weird that Hollywood always seems to go in cycles, you know, yes. like all yeah. of a sudden everybody's got a meteor movie or everybody's got a, a Oh, it's, a, a it's superhero as old as when we were kids is Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, Monsters and right. Adam's yeah. Family came out the same season. It's, yeah. it's Right. It's and, uh, been happening forever. If, you, if you've ever read the book Albert Goldman's uh, Adventures in the Screen Trade, he kind of explains it in that everybody's looking – in Hollywood is looking for an absolutely surefire next coolest thing so that when something catches on, everybody wants to chase the, the dream, you know, chase the hot thing. Yeah. So, so that but, was the asteroid and, coming towards earth caught everyone's right, imagination. There, there were three movies out at right about the same time. They were meteor, which I think you guys talked about also Armageddon Armageddon. Which, that's the one we uh, talked about. Yeah. Which yeah. you which you referenced, which had Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. Yes. And there was also the third one was called Deep Impact with Tia Leone as a news reporter who uncovers information that the government knows a giant meteor is crushing toward the earth, but hasn't let it out yet. And um, also in, in that one, a very similar thing happens. They try to take some nuclear bombs up and put them on the asteroid. And blow it apart, and mm. it, and it doesn't quite work. But Robert Duvall, who is the spaceship captain, the shuttle captain, uh, in a incredible piece of her heroism, flies the shuttle into the remaining comet or asteroid and blows it up and sacrifices himself and his crew to save the Earth. Oh man, oh. which deep which is deep impact? Leone. Which is the best one? Have you seen all three? I have actually, and I think Deep Impact is the best one. It sounds Armageddon it's got, was idiotic. It's got Morgan Freeman. It has Morgan Freeman as the president of the United States. Does it get any better? Than that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But if I remember my physics, I don't think blowing up a meteor necessarily is going to stop it from hitting the Earth. Well, no, but it would be a lot smaller piece. Smaller pieces. Yeah. So that they could then maybe break apart right. into survivable impact. Exactly. And that's what that's what happens in deep impact. It 
Well, one of the pieces is still pretty large and causes a lot of damage, but humanity survives. You but get energy, instead of one big deep released, impact. But the energy re energy released when it hits the Earth is still going to be identical. No, 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 no because no. the mass is the no, mass no, no. is conserved. Tim, the rifle bullet versus if a I shotgun. Take a giant. If I right exactly. If I take a giant brick and throw it through your window, it's not the same as throwing a hundred pebbles that spread out. And it, now, point blank shotgun, yeah, but from like 100 yards, a shotgun versus a rifle from 100 yards, one is fatal. Yeah, much different. Yeah. Uh, much that's, different. And then a lot of a lot of the smaller pieces would burn up on him on on as they come yeah. in too. Okay. And then this that was related to the extinction thing we were talking about. The I right. never remember the name. It has X's in it. It hit down in Mexico. They have the big crater. Right. That right. then isn't, everything isn't the out. Gulf of Mexico like a giant meteor crater? I, I don't, man. That's a big meteor crater. I don't no, know. I, I, it no, is. I, I think I think you might be. I think you might be correct on that. Well, I'm going to fact check that one for next week. I, <laughs> I, so did. I, who's who's checking the fact checkers? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always the question. <laughs> but that was the All meteor right, strike that. Burned everything up, and one of the one of the little, I don't know if you can call them theories because they're not that backed up. Right? Is it the? It was the the dust as it went up and then re-entered the atmosphere. One one uh, hypothesis is that it heated up the atmosphere to around 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow! And killed everything except for mammals. It was how we took over. And that the right, uh, right. The it was rat. It was like a rat. Right. It looked like a rat, right. which we brought that up the last show, right? That that makes yeah. total sense yep. that men would come from rats. People would come from rats. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything oh, else, Jeff? Or is that the is that the list this time? That's all. That's all I got this time. That's okay. just one episode. Man, we're horrible. Yeah. Well, no, we're all good now. Yeah. We are now. <laughs> we are now hundred percent factual. We can now. We, we can now claim that. Uh, and I will that we say in your defense, Bent, that in a lot of episodes, I don't find anything that I know to be wrong. Oh, sweet. Oh, oh good. There go. I got to fix that. <laughs> so uh, we, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again in future episodes. It's been great to have you. Uh, if you want to see more of Jeff. Uh, look in Dry Bar Comedy. Uh, old Dog, New Jokes is uh, is the uh, the special on Dry Bar Comedy. And uh, thanks for uh, thanks for stopping in with us, Jeff. Uh, we'll we'll see you next time. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Talk to you, you too, Jeff. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, if you do, follow us on Facebook, like us on iTunes, leave us some comments. If you want to know more about me, uh, TimSlegel.com. That's my website. Or bentwashburn.com b-e-n-g-t washburn.com other than that we'll see you next week